Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, so day number three of our nutrition essentials week. On Monday, we talked all about protein, the kind, the foods, the amount that we need to maintain optimal health and performance and fitness and lean body weight. On Tuesday, we talked of uh, about all the essential fats that we need to eat to, again, maintain optimal function, optimal health, uh, optimal energy levels and hormonal systems. We talked all about fats, essential, non-essential, good for you, not good for you, what's good amount, where to eat all of your essential fats that are absolutely needed to be present in our diet. And today, guys, we are talking about the third really essential element that for a while was kind of forgotten, and a lot of people still try to claim that uh, it's not that important uh, until they get into a lot of digestive and gut problems, uh, and also a lot of times weight problems and so many other things. Today we're talking about fiber, guys. So fiber, why fiber is important? Um It's not needed by any human organ, really, but it is needed for uh, what some scientists actually do refer as another human organ, um, but it is not uh, a part of a human body. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about gut microbiome, guys. All these organisms that, by the way, there are not just bacteria, but also uh, fungi and viruses and uh, other organisms, probably even some that we don't even know about. There are like trillions of them. Some say, some say somewhere around 100 trillion of different organisms living uh, in our gut microbiome. Uh, to give you a better idea of how big it is, our brain is somewhere around three pounds, so about 1.5 kilograms by weight. And our gut microbiome is about five pounds. So it's about 2.5 uh, kilograms, or again, five pounds. It's bigger than a brain, and a lot of researchers, a lot of scientists refer to our gut as the second brain, because actually it also has its own nervous system, and there is a highway called vagus nerve, uh, not an actual highway, of course, but this uh, uh line of neurons uh, allowing our gut to communicate directly to our brain and uh, also back. But interestingly enough, brain sends many more signals up to our brain than the brain uh, sent to back to our gut. It seems like the gut accumulates all the information about our external environment because our gut has to digest all the foods coming from outside, but also our internal environment, different hormones and uh, uh, stress uh, molecules and biomarkers and in, inflammatory biomarkers. So the gut kind of accumulates all of that, this information about our uh, external environment and also uh, the rest of our body that is kind of external to our brain too. And it gives all of it to brain and then the brain makes decision like what to adjust, you know, what hormones to produce, what substances to produce, how to adjust insulin, blood sugar levels, etc. So it's a very interesting interaction and um, 
these days, um, a lot of scientists are working on understanding it better. Uh, but the bottom line is, guys, what happens in your gut is very important, like super important. It affects every single organ system, uh, every single thought and emotion you are experiencing. Uh, all the biochemistry happening in your body at, at any given moment, it all relies on your gut to um be well to communicate properly signals that your gut acquires from external environment and from inside of your uh, body. And that gut, you know, especially good gut bacteria that produce uh, a lot of beneficial uh, compounds, that gut, it needs to be fed. It's like a pet. It needs food. And if you don't give it any food, it's not going to be well. And, uh, in return, it's not going to make you feel well. In fact, you might feel pretty shitty if your gut is in a bad uh, space. Um, but, you know, the gut is uh, its a community of different organisms. So um, if you decide to pursue and stay on a diet consisting of a lot of processed foods and a lot of junk foods, uh, then there are going to be um, a lot of bacteria uh, that are not that beneficial to you that create uh, pro-inflammatory compounds and different, different uh, substances that are more toxic and poisonous and make you feel and perform worse and live and make your life shorter. Um, so, uh, you need to eat fiber from whole foods uh, to feed good gut bacteria that are more symbiotic to our relationship, meaning that they actually um, help us to stay healthier, to feel better, to live longer, and fiber for them, fiber from whole foods uh, are important. Um, whole plant foods, of course, um, animal foods. I don't actually know of any animal foods that has fiber. Um, I don't think there is any. Uh, fiber is an um, essential uh, element of plants, uh, not uh, animals. Uh, so anyhow, guys, that 100 trillion bacteria and other organisms, you need to feed them, especially the beneficial ones, the ones who produce, for example, um, when eating soluble fiber short-chain fatty acids. Uh, just uh, a scientific term for um, a family of fats uh, that when we that when they are produced in our gut they seem to affect in a positive way everything from our well-being to our inflammatory markers and they are especially important because they uh, feed the organism that maintain our the integrity of our gut lining and um, there is a, a very thin uh, layer of cells that line our gut and these cells are designed in a very intricate way to uh, let the good stuff, the nutrients, into our bloodstream so all of our cells in our brain and all of our organs and tissues can get the nutrition. But that, that lining also has to not let uh, all the poisonous stuff, uh, possible pathogens in. Uh, that lining is very important. And uh, diet high in processed foods, um, those fats that we talked yesterday about, pro-inflammatory fats, industrial fats, uh, and a lot of other substances in processed foods. Uh, so they destroy uh, that gut lining, making it leaky. Uh, they destroy it via either feeding certain organisms that destroy our lining or um, disturbing the balance when we don't have enough uh, those uh, good organisms that maintain the integrity of that gut lining. So via different mechanisms, um, 
If we eat a lot of processed foods and not enough of a soluble fiber, then our gut lining is not going to be in a good shape and we might experience uh, um, a lot of uncomfortable uh, feelings and reactions when we consume different foods. We might develop a lot of sensitivities, um, allergies, um, uh, IBS, uh, you know, PCOS, like so many things can, and also anxieties and uh, stress and uh, feeling worried or obsessed about something that also has a lot to do with what's happening in our gut. And if our gut is leaky, um, like, you can experience all of that and more. We are still yet to understand uh, the full spectrum of influences that happens in our gut when, you know, gut lining is compromised or something, or there is imbalance not in our favor. So now we understand that gut, uh, gut microbiome is very important. And we understand that maintaining balance of certain organisms, beneficial organisms, um, Maintaining that balance is also very important. And to maintain that balance, we need to eat fiber. And there are two kinds of fibers, soluble and insoluble. And the main difference, guys, you want to understand is that soluble fiber, it actually, it actual food for those beneficial kind of bacteria, uh, b- bacteria that eats that soluble fiber and then create different compounds among which are short-chain fatty acids that help to maintain the integrity of our gut lining, right? So soluble fiber, we need to eat that. But also insoluble fiber is important because it helps to slow down down digestion, to gradually release nutrients into our bloodstream, maintaining, for example, stable blood sugar and insulin levels. We also need that insoluble fiber uh, to move uh, everything out of our uh, intestines faster. So everything that our body decides we don't need, all the garbage, all the possible pathogens, um, you know, so poop it out. We need insoluble fiber. Uh, So you need both. Uh, and how do you eat both in a simple, easy, easy way? Uh, we gotta have a variety of plant-based foods. So you gotta eat not just broccoli, uh, but, uh, things like, um, although broccoli do have some soluble and insoluble fiber, uh, but ideally you would have, uh, a, uh, different amounts of fruit and vegetables and maybe nuts and seeds and beans and tubers uh, and whole grains, the ones that work for you. And that's the ideal uh, situation for your gut microbiome to feed uh, different varieties of uh, organisms in in our gut. Um, And they recommend to you, you know, scientists, researchers of human health recommend to eat at least, at the very least, 30 grams of fiber. Uh, for guys, it's actually a little bit more. I think it's 38. And for women, uh, it's, uh, I think, uh, it's about 30. Uh, but more is better. I personally, um, shoot for no less than 40. And on my good days, when I'm really, really happy, I get 50 and more, especially when I decide to eat a lot of nuts and seeds, uh, I get a lot, a lot of fiber. Did you know, guys, that, for example, nuts and seeds are probably the, like the highest in, in fibers, um, a lot of insoluble, um, also some soluble. Uh, so you would have per 100 grams or three ounces, somewhere um, around um, nine 10 grams of fiber. That is quite a lot. Of course, it's a lot of calories. That's why you probably want to eat other foods for fiber. 
but they are also great sources of fiber. To give you an idea how I get 40 plus grams of fiber every day. So uh, to start my eating window, I eat about of a pound of different fruit and berries, uh, some bananas, some berries, some stone fruit, like uh, apricots or uh, nectarines. Um, sometimes I eat mangoes that are also very high, by the way, in fiber. So about a pound or 500 grams. Then uh, during my day, I would have about 50, 60 grams of different nuts and seeds. Um, then I would have either something like sweet potatoes or uh, a cooked cup of beans, um, a, a lot of fiber also there, especially beans. Beans are also among champion uh, foods for fiber uh, per a cup. Let me actually look it up for you. For example, black beans cooked per one half cup, so one half cup would have seven grams of fiber. So if you eat a whole cup, then it's like 14 grams of fiber. Can you imagine? So a lot of fiber in beans. That's why probably, you know, most of longest living people with the healthiest guts ever, uh, almost all of them in different parts of the world called blue zones, eat a lot of beans uh, because again, a lot of fiber, uh, a lot of different nutrients, plant-based protein, minerals, um, and and calories wise uh, not so high as something like nuts and seeds for example and also to give you an idea so for example black beans um, cooked uh, half a cup seven grams of fiber uh, and they have a nice split between soluble and insoluble and that's actually ideal scenario that's why also beans are so amazing for you because they have half soluble half insoluble and your uh, gut bacteria get fed fed and then also you get insoluble fiber to move stuff through your digestive tract to slow it down when needed and to speed it up to let it all out poop it all out um so you know gut microbiome uh, you cannot go around uh, without not talking about poop um Almonds, for example, also give you an idea of mostly insoluble fiber. So not going to be feeding your gut that much, but a lot of fiber that just going to move out uh, the stuff out of your intestines, of your digestive tract. So almonds, one ounce or 30 grams, um, about 40 grams of fiber total, 3.5 of which is insoluble and just somewhere around uh, 0.5, 0.7 is soluble fiber. Um, now... Vegetables that are higher in fiber. Oh, by the way, guys, so I was talking about uh, nuts and seeds and then beads. And then uh, the last part of my fiber rich diet is for my dinners, I eat about 400 grams of uh, green vegetables. And the highest in fibers uh, vegetables are things like Brussels sprouts, um, broccoli, um, asparagus is quite high. Artichoke. Artichoke is super, super high, guys, in soluble fiber that feeds your gut. So artichoke, one medium artichoke would have 4.7, almost 5 grams of soluble fiber uh, and some insoluble, uh, about 2 grams, uh, compared to, let's say, Brussels sprouts that have only 1.7 uh, grams of soluble fiber, 1.9 insoluble, so nice split we have here, and then Brussels sprouts would have total 3. Um, six grams of uh, fiber per cup cooked. So vegetables, um, 
What's not kale is it's actually also quite a good source of especially insoluble fiber. Not so much soluble, just two grams. But uh, one cup of cooked kale would give you seven grams of fiber. But things like spinach, for example, or lettuces uh, or herbs, um, they really are very low in fiber. Maybe like one gram per 100 grams and you'll have like 100 grams for lettuce or spinach it's a lot um so those are not great sources of fiber but kale is sweet potato for example we have one medium five grams of fiber again nice split between soluble and insoluble um squashes different kinds of pumpkins uh, about 2.5 per half a cup cooked but also great source of um you know fibers different kinds of squashes again soluble and insoluble uh when it comes to uh grains guys uh oatmeal four grams of uh fiber per one cup of cooked oats and again we have a lot quite a lot of actually soluble fiber and some insoluble fiber and also actually popcorn air popped if you like popcorn so per three cups of air popped popcorn you're gonna get um 3.5 grams of fiber most of which is soluble that feeds your gut bacteria um grains are are an okay source uh, of fiber except for like wheat bran if you eat like a I don't know, morning cereal that doesn't have any added sugars, but it has a lot of wheat bran, then you're going to get a lot, a lot of fiber naturally. Um, if you're okay with wheat products, that might be a good thing, um, you know, for some of you to have. Fruit uh, would usually um, have more soluble fiber um, or sometimes a split of soluble and insoluble. Like for example, apple has a lot of soluble fiber, 4 grams per 1 medium, some insoluble, 1.4 grams. Pears, for example, champions for insoluble fiber. So um, the most important thing, guys, is you can see here that uh, fruit, vegetables, um, nuts and seeds are super high and beans are super high, but then you go, you know, we have sweet potatoes and squashes, or we have grains. Um, oh, by the way, guys, rice is quite a popular grain and, uh, it's not actually that high in fiber. If you, even if you take brown rice, there is only, uh, 1.4 grams of fiber total per 1.4 per half a cup cooked. Um, Again, compared to something like uh, oats that would have four grams of fiber, right? Uh, brown rice would have just 1.4. Um, so as you can see, if you eat a lot of plant-based foods, you're going to get a lot of fiber. And again, I recommend to have a split, you know, meaning some fruit, some beans and starchy vegetables, some nuts and seeds, uh, a lot, a lot of green vegetables, a lot, a lot, because they have very little calories, they have a lot of nutrients, but remember that spinach and all kinds of lettuces do not have a lot of fiber, so you would probably want to have something like, something with the bulk, like um, Brussels sprouts, or broccoli, or artichokes are amazing, um, or uh, what else do we have here, like asparagus is also quite good right so good split again i eat about a pound of fruit and berries every day about 50 grams of nuts and seeds uh, a cup of cooked um, beans or one sweet potatoes and then like four or five hundred grams of green vegetables and that's how i get four five hundred grams of or 
40-50 grams of fiber. And again, if I decide to eat a lot of nuts, that I can shoot for like 100 grams. That also happens quite often. And uh, it's quite a lot of bulk. It's quite a lot of food. But what's also good about it, you get so much nutrition with that. The only like grains are probably not that great when it comes to calories and nutrition. They like have some of them have um, quite good amount of fiber, but when it comes to nutrients, not that much. That's why I'm not such a huge fan of grains because they just don't have much nutrients, except maybe for like quinoa buckwheat, but you know, not something like wheat bread. That's probably like really not that nutritious. That's why they fortify it with a lot of a bunch of stuff. Anyhow, guys, so um, the bulk of those foods, you know, fruit and vegetables and nuts and seeds and some beans and starches, it's not just a lot of fiber. It's also a lot of nutrition that your body, your brain, all of your organs and tissues need. Uh, and plus, it, it helps you to maintain such great satiety levels. Like when I finish my food for the day, I'm like, I cannot eat any more of anything. Like I'm so full because fiber, again, it has so much volume, plus it attracts water. And so you're literally feeling like you're just so full of food. You cannot eat any longer, even though when everything is digested and you poop out the fiber, uh, you are getting much less than uh, you'd think you are getting with that amount of fullness that you are feeling. So fiber, super important um, for your gut health and your whole body health and also your mental health. Because again, this organ this that we have, our second brain in our gut, um, it regulates and contributes to maintenance and wellness of all the systems in our body, uh, even again, mental health and your emotional health and your thoughts. Um, so we need to fit it. Um, I would suggest probably a couple of pounds of plant-based material in your diet every day. Um, so on my Instagram today, guys, participate uh, to figure out how much fiber you eat. Um, I have a post on my Instagram in my stories, and it says um, fiber game or something like that. So uh, there is a question box, and you can submit the foods, the amount of those foods, plant-based foods that you eat today. And I'm going to calculate fiber and tell you the amount, and I will tell you how much soluble and insoluble fiber you also eat. And maybe uh, also my personal recommendation for uh, different fibers and foods that to add to your diet to optimize your gut health. And optimizing your gut health, guys, it's the next level in today's medicine. So get on it, uh, play fiber game with me today on Instagram, and let's start feeding our gut properly so we feel amazing and we contribute to our long-term health and well-being. And that's it, guys. Fiber episode is out. Uh, Re-listen to this episode uh, to listen to my fiber routine, to to re-listen to the information about different fiber-rich foods. If you have any questions, of course, please do reach out. Uh, and I'm going to help you figure out the best fiber routine for you. Please share this episode with anyone who you know who might be experiencing gut issues because chances are uh, fiber is the answer, the right kind, uh, in the right amount, the right kind of foods. Uh, Also, it helps a lot, of course, with uh, weight loss and ideal body weight maintenance and to maintain uh, stable blood sugar. Eat your fiber, guys. Eat your plant-based whole 
foods with a lot of fiber and different kinds of fibers, and you're going to be in such a better health state. Uh, that being, being said, guys, stay tuned for two more episodes this week. We're going to be talking about more uh, essentials uh, in your diet to support your optimal health and um, start adjusting your meal plan also, guys. Um, that's the most important part, the action part. So stay tuned. And guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Until next time, eat better daily.